Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. And I'm Dr. Damian Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated in bringing wellness into your lives. And today we have a very, very interesting topic because it's all about how to get more energy out of your life and out of your body and perform and do the things we set ourselves up from our goal session and vision session from the last episode. Right, gentlemen? Right. I'm re- well, I'm recharged because I just came back from a, a beautiful holiday um, in uh, Kota Kinabalu with my wife and family. And uh, so I'm got full of energy. So, but we're going to talk a little bit more about the myths of energy. What, you know, where does energy come from? And also how the tips from the wellness guys on how you can actually increase your energy naturally. So who would like to start first? Who would like to start talking about where energy comes from and what it does and how do we manufacture it? You go, Brode. All right. So, well, let's start talking about, yeah, where energy comes from. Really, when it comes down to it, we do get our energy into our bodies through our food. Um, and people tend to take that and they think that, therefore, if the energy comes into our body through our food, that, that energy is just a really simple equation, that it's energy in versus energy out. Um, and if you just run that simple equation, then it's going to tell you how much energy you've got. Um, and what they don't take into consideration is basically how efficient your body is um, because that's the really important factor that's going to determine uh, how much energy you've, you're wasting just doing your day-to-day activities and how much energy you've actually got left over on top of that to do the things you really want to be doing, to have the energy for your daily life to be able to get out there and do and achieve and be the things that you want to be. Um, so what we want to talk about, I guess, to start with is the fact that it's not just that really simple energy in versus energy out equation that we think of. You know, it's not just that if we eat more energy, then we have more energy. Um, it's actually a bit more complicated than that. So, uh, so we thought we might start by talking about some of the things that that we think are giving us energy and that we hear and get told by the media that are giving us but actually are often doing the exact opposite. Um, so do you want to start with a couple of those, Damon? Well, sure. I just want to elaborate a little bit, though, Brado, because obviously, you know, you've mentioned there the calorie form of energy, um, yep. but also there's the energetic principle or the quantum physics uh, principle of energy, which is um, incredibly different to the energy that we might talk about in terms of calories. Because, you know, when you're, you're tired and you're, you know, you've probably, you've had a sugar dump and you're not feeling too flash and that's where your calorie energy kind of runs out through the day or through the day. But you go into an environment where um, it's really upbeat and bright and fantastic and there's really happy people and you feel energized. That's a quantum physics shift in energy and that's an energetic uh, uh, field or, or um, in enhancement of the, of the body's energy um, that's not measured by calories that we can't actually just bottle up and measure. And then, of course, there's the inverse of that where you feel fantastic and you walk into a room where there's really low energy and it pulls you right down. And that sort of energy is also another energy that we certainly could consider. And I was watching a video just the other day from Dr. Bruce Lipton, who is an absolute gun at, you know, at, at understanding and talking about this whole energetic principle. And he speaks about... Um, the, the cells and the nucleus and the mitochondria and and how as um, energetic beings we're given like a, a checkbook worth of energy to start off our life and so it's like a bank and he says that we can use and waste our energy by uh, focusing on 
you know, good or bad things. So if we focused on things that made us feel fantastic and, and did all the things that made us feel fantastic, then our energy bank uh, would actually top up. But he says that if we focus on the things that actually detract from energy, so things that might actually be, you know, negative or make us feel uh, uncomfortable or uncertain or give us anxiety, then it's kind of like he, he uses the analogy of walking down the street and writing out a thousand dollar check and handing it to just somebody walking down the street and saying, hey, there's a thousand bucks, off you go. And he, he, he explains it as if you just spend your energy or throw your energy away or throw your money away is the metaphor he was using. And uh, I, I thought it was really, really interesting because there are days where you feel like you've just given everything you've got. And then there's other days where you just feel unbelievable, but you haven't really changed a whole lot with your food. It's all pretty much the same. So there's that sort of thing that you know we, we possibly also could or should talk about tonight. What do you reckon? Well, I think that's a really good point because that goes back to you know the quantum physics of um, where energy is never created or destroyed. It's just shifted. It's just yes. moved from one, one place to another. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's a great book called uh, Power Versus Force. I, the author escapes me. But he talks a lot about how certain people have energy and certain things um, like music have certain energy to them. And by listening to, say, rap gangster music actually creates a negative energy and actually draws energy away from you, whereas listening to something like Mozart um, or Beethoven actually increase and lifts energy. And there's people in the world um, they studied where things like, uh, say, who, Mother Teresa, um, who has a really energetic field about her. And when you are in the presence of Mother Teresa, you actually increase your energy around you. And they use uh, plaque kinesiology to test these, and there's certain foods and they mm-hmm. use the same theory of using food um, to test for energetic. So live foods have you know great energy, whereas processed dead foods have lack of energy. So this is not from a calories perspective, but from a from a energy um, uh, spectrum. Uh, we'll be talking about using quantum physics. Absolutely, you're talking about David Hawkins' book there. I think right. you do, yeah. yeah, and it's interesting because another a great friend of mine who I you know had the pleasure of, of doing a, a seminar with for metagenics. Was last year, I think, um, Dr. Diana Minich, and she's actually doing all the research into um, the energetic principles of food as opposed to the calorific principles of food. So she's looking at the energy um, deliverance from the food or the energy principles within food that's actually living versus the dead and tinned stuff, which is what we spoke about some time ago, one of the calls that we, that we mentioned about food and diet and food period, we spoke about the energetic principles that you have from foods that are living and alive, where we said if you chop the top of a carrot, uh, it knows to grow up, and that energetic principle is something you can get access to, which is the power versus force equation that we're talking about there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to, to be really uh, practical about this, you know, if you think about it, the easiest way I think to think about this energy idea um, is to think about, um, you know, a day at work. And you know how some days you have a day at work where it's just really slow? You know, there, there's not as much going on. It's a bit quieter. You've got bigger gaps in between. Um, and that just it seems really draining. You know, you actually end up at the end of the day more tired uh, versus days where it's just pumping. You know, there's just people everywhere. Crazy. There's heaps of stuff to do. There's heaps of stuff happening. You're just in your zone. And mm. you get to the end of the day and you actually feel like you had more energy than when you started. Now... This, the second scenario, you've actually done more physical work. You've actually expended more energy because you've been doing more stuff, but you've actually still got more energy as well. And it just shows that it is, as you said, it's more than just the, the calories that you take in. You know, there's something else going on there. There's a transfer of energy. 
um, that happens between people and between um, you know doing different activities that, that really affects you and affects how much energy you've got to then go out and, and do the rest of your life. Well, I think mm. this, is a great, this is a great episode to follow up on last episode when we talked about purpose and vision because when you have a purpose and vision, you actually are and uh, it's another book called Flow. I don't even want to pronounce his last name. It's like Miheim Chikmanic Chikmanic or something like that. It's, 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 it's like a 26-letter last name. But go look it up. It's, it's called Flow, and it's a great book. And he's a scientist, and it talked about, talked about how athletes you know, get into a state of flow. And I'm not sure – I'm sure um, Brett, who's going to have to go through an ultra marathon this weekend <laughs> of 50, yeah. 56 kilometers, I think you're doing. Um, you're going to have to get into I, a I state of flow. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. And he talks about basically when you're in a state of flow, you, you forget about everything. Like you just do like – you're just in this state of zone. I'm sure we all have had it and experienced at one point or another where when you're – most of the time it's in, in an athletic situation where we just get into this state where everything – everything – disappears and you're just sort of flowing through and it seems like time is just going very slow sort of like the matrix that type of uh, theory and um the the state of flow when you have purpose in life when you're doing the things you love and when you're doing things that you don't consider as being work you're actually in the state of flow and that's when you can actually create energy uh, amongst yourselves and that's when you can do really good work Mm, mm. yeah cool so so well, I was just you know, probably I'm going to do the same thing as what you're going to do, Brad. I was just bring it back to maybe thinking of the things that people do to try and get energy. Is that what you're going to do then? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to talk about. So I was going to come back to these, uh, you know, your typical office worker is the way I always tend to think of this because um, it's the easiest way to think about it. Um, and, you know, so your typical day, you know, you start off thinking, right, I've just woken up. I need some energy, right? And for, for a lot of people, the response then is to go for um, a breakfast cereal. Um, mm-hmm. Often with a lot of sugar in it, oh, um, and often a coffee right next to it. Thinking that, mm. yeah, thinking that that's going to give them more energy because you know the, the the food obviously it says there right on the cereal box it says this has lots of energy in it. Mm. That's, um, because, that's because of what the commercial tells us. You know, it's Iron Man food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, um, cool. so right, often, anyway. exactly. you might tell us, Damo, what the problem with that is. Well, the challenge when you bring well, it depends on the order. I mean, both of both of those starts to the day are pretty challenging, and, and those starts I refer to as one is a caffeine-laden beverage to start the day with, or the other one would be a carbohydrate-dense uh, breakfast to start the day with. Either of those are fraught with danger. So if we just start the day with caffeine, then uh, which would be a coffee or a cup of tea, including green tea, some people have actually seen drink those energy drinks for breakfast, and you know, of course, that is an absolute disaster. It's tough on the heart, tough on the kidneys, tough on the adrenal glands. That's well, just the old an- the old tradies' favourite, Damo, which is the iced coffee for breakfast. Oh, crikey. Yeah, that's just – that's unbelievable. <laughs> I've seen it all the time. It's just, it's just not good. But, you know, when you start the day off like that, you're literally starting your body into fright. So you go into that fight or flight response by starting the day with coffee or caffeine. That fight or flight response will actually result in a cortisol dump, and that cortisol dump down-regulates your immune system. Uh, and, and, you know, because cortisol, we know, actually decreases inflammation. But as a result of doing that, you actually block the utilization of insulin. That's one of the other things that actually happens with cortisol. And when you, when you block insulin, you can't use your sugars. You know, your sugars are floating around kind of willy-nilly doing whatever they want to do because insulin is no longer effective. So... You don't want to start the day with a caffeine caffeinated beverage because that stress that 
that's created as a result of the adrenal glands pumping out adrenaline uh, will divert blood from the gut, which results in really poor digestion, poor absorption, and poor detoxification, elimination, constipation, and it affects your metabolism. That's kind of not cool. We don't want that. And then, of course, if you start the day with, with, uh, with a big carb dump, then the response by the body is so significant that we end up dumping out uh, a truckload of insulin to try and get rid of all of that carbohydrate or sugar because sugar and carbohydrate really is exactly the same thing. It's just that carbohydrate is a scientific word for the word that we use for everyday language, which is sugar, um, the, with the one exception being fiber. Of course, you know, fiber is not considered a sugar, but it's considered a carbohydrate. So, But when we've got carbohydrate or sugar running through our bloodstream, it's in the form of glucose. In large amounts, we have a massive hormone response to that because too too much carbohydrate or sugar is bad for the brain, it's bad for our muscles, it's bad for our kidneys. And so as a result, we try to evacuate and try and get it out. But and in order to do that, we use insulin as the first port of call. But over time, as we have a large supply of insulin or a large supply of sugar running through our bloodstream, each of the insulin receptor sites throughout our body become a little bit desensitized to it. They don't want it anymore, so we become a little bit insulin resistant. So we crash out some half an hour later after we've had that meal and we need to eat again. And so we set ourselves up for more carbohydrate-rich foods. And, you know, we'll, we'll move into that through this, tonight's discussion. But if you start the day with either caffeine or carbohydrate, you're in a lot of trouble. Let's not forget about what that does. You're obviously taking that sugar into the muscle because you got to get it out of the blood because it's toxic. But they actually, yeah. you know, create um, and, and store it as fat. Yeah, you're creating wagyu. You're making yourself into wagyu. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, what you're doing. And we've all seen it, haven't we? Everyone who's seen a workplace where you know everyone comes in, they do exactly that in the morning, and by mid morning they're just crashing out already. Right? They're already hitting the wall at about you know nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning mm. because they've just they've just zapped themselves. They've had this massive spike of energy from the sugar and the coffee as it's hit their system, <laughs> and then half hour an hour later Bang. they've just had the they've had the drop, yeah. and they've just gone down even lower than where they were before. Um, yeah. It was a really interesting study I read uh, not too long ago. Uh, which was just all about coffee and people who regularly drunk coffee and they were measuring their energy levels compared to people who didn't drink coffee at all. And what they found was if you consistently drunk coffee over time, eventually all the coffee was doing was actually bringing you back to the normal energy levels of the people who weren't drinking the coffee at all. So, so that, that spike you were feeling was actually just you kind of returning to, normal. to normal. Yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah, wow. that, The crazy thing is that you know, when 9.30, 10 o'clock hits, when they're, they're absolutely tired, what do they do? They grab an energy bar or they get another dose of coffee or they get, you know, a Baraka or something to dose them up to wake them up again. Mm, so mm. you're doing that, you know, two folds and uh, dumping more sugar into the system. And, yeah. uh, and that's just increasing that stress on your body, you know, because you're now going through this cycle of just the spike and the crash and the spike and the crash. And it just continues all day. Mm. You know, it happens at morning tea. It happens again at lunch. It happens again at afternoon tea. It happens again at dinner time. Yeah. And you just, I mean, that's just a stressful way for your body to be operating. Oh. It just, it just doesn't work. It, and it does definitely doesn't give you long-term energy. No. You know, in terms of your, the, each time you have that crash, those crashes are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And a crash, you know, a crash is a crash. You know, a crash by any standard is a crash. So, you know, when you crash your car, you create damage. When you crash your body, you create damage. You can't expect your body to go well if you continue to crash it. So, you know, you've got to be driving at a constant speed all the time. That's why I always say you should be having protein, fat, carbohydrate with every meal. But that's another discussion. You know, what we're talking about tonight is how you're going to get energy. And, of course, you know, there's other people that would take tablets. They might take vitamins, for example, 
to get more energy, but their diet could be appalling. Or they still might start the day with fright. And if you start the day with fright, like I said before, it doesn't matter what tablets you have, you're in fright already. So you can't turn that fight or flight response off you know, very, very easy. So if you're going to take your B vitamins or your herbs to affect your adrenal glands or you know, nervine herbs to try and calm you down or drugs to get you to sleep, none of those things are going to turn off your habits. And so you've got to change your habits first and get the right food in, do the right amount of energy, which let's talk about energy in a second. To be able to, uh, or sorry, exercise in a second, to be able to get, you know, to get all this stuff working right. So, Damo, do you want to give us a little crash course on, on the right foods to, to increase your energy? Where should we start? Well, I reckon always you should be starting with foods that are, have the potential to give life or are still alive. So if you talk about the plant versions of the foods that are able to you know, potentially give life, it's the fresh living stuff. That's the stuff that you're after. Uh, it could be nuts and seeds that haven't been cooked or roasted. Um, it could be fruits that are fresh, preferably, certainly not tinned because they're not going to give life to anything. Uh, it could be yogurt, you know, that actually contains life. That's got bacteria in it. That's so good for the body. It could be um, a salad. You know, why wouldn't you have a salad for breakfast bread? You know, I often have a couple of poached eggs with, you know, rocket and avocado for breakfast. That's a great way to start the day. There's those sorts of things that you kick off the day with and you'll feel absolutely amazing with that. And then, when, of course, when you get to, to uh, lunchtime and dinner time, you, you kind of want to still be choosing foods that were living just before you got access to them. So you don't want to be boiling the heck out of things or you don't want to be frying the, you know, the bejeebas out of anything. You actually want to make sure that it's still going to bounce when you drop it and it's still, you know, but it's heated up all the way through. So it's, that's the stuff that's going to give you life. So it's the fresh vegetables, the fresh salads, the fresh fruit, the fresh proteins and raw organic, if you can, cold-pressed extra virgin oils that actually haven't been heat-treated or chemical-treated. So that's why I like to you know, stay away from things like, um, what's that oil? Rice bran oil, which is just terrible stuff. Yeah, and I reckon it's really important to think about the fats and the proteins as well mm. um, because I reckon it's for so many people in our modern society, we have diets that are just hugely overloaded with carbohydrates uh, and we've okay. just spoken about those and so often people don't even realize how much carbohydrate is in their diet uh, but it's you know the breakfast cereals, it's the sandwiches at lunch, it's the cookies at afternoon tea, it's the pasta for dinner. So think about getting some of those healthy fats and those healthy proteins into your diet because they're, they're a great source of energy um, and because they're that lower GI energy, they're an energy that actually is going to keep you a, you know, a sustained form of energy for a much longer period of time rather than having the spike followed by the crash. Yeah. So I think that's really important to think about too, fats and carbohydrates. And oh, also, so fats and proteins. And also think about live foods too. We talked about this earlier but focusing on really ingesting live foods which, which are foods that are you know alive with energy we talked about right at the beginning we talked about the quantum physics uh, from that not from a calorie perspective but from an energy perspective and uh, you know try to stay away from always uh, focusing on processed and packaged foods you, you know just because it's a, a health nutrition energy bar doesn't necessarily mean it's actually good for you that's one of the things I, I was wanting to talk about just before was that there is a difference and Bruno I'm, I'm just going to bring you back to the word that you used in terms of uh, the energy that's in food let's just keep it really, I want to make this point, and it's really important for the listeners and for all of us to keep this language right, is that the energy from food is only what is potential, because it's only potential energy that's actually in food, because the energy that you really do have is what your body gets from the potential energy. 
So you've got to actually get that fuel into the body. I'd like to actually talk about the energy in food as being fuel. And then the ability of the body to convert that fuel to energy depends on the efficiency of the cell. And so the efficiency of the cell is it's largely influenced by the state of the human being as well as the hydration of the human being, as well as all the other chemical interactions that are going on inside the human being at that particular point in time. And so the amount of energy that the mitochondria can actually manufacture as a result of an ATP molecule is, uh, you know, is mind-boggling, but it's influenced significantly by your hydration status and all those sorts of things. And so whatever is inside food is only potential energy. It's not actually what you're going to get access to. It's how well your body is actually functioning. And you can improve your potential by exercising. And I reckon we should get into that. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's that classic thing, isn't it, where people say, oh, but I haven't got the energy to exercise. <laughs> and and it's, actually, it's actually completely back the front because yes. – this is where that efficiency becomes more so important because we know that the more you practice something, the better you get at it, the more efficient you get at it. So the more you actually exercise, the, the, be, the more efficient your body becomes, then the more energy you actually have because that increased efficiency far outweighs the amount that you've lost by doing a little bit of exercise. Um, and we've all done it, right? How, how many of us have had a day where we're feeling a bit flat, you're feeling a bit tired, thinking – you know, I know I'm supposed to exercise today, but I'm just, you know, I'm just not feeling up to it. And then you, then you sort of, something comes along or you convince yourself or someone else comes and drags you along and you go and do that exercise anyway. Yeah. And by the time you get to that ex- end of that exercise routine, you're like, wow, I feel so much better. I'm so glad I did that. I feel brighter. I feel more energetic. I'm, I'm just ready to rock and roll. Um, so you know that it's not just, once again, it's not that simple energy in, energy out. Because obviously, if it was just energy in, energy out, then doing that exercise would actually burn up energy. You'd feel more tired at the end. But you don't because there's more to it than that. Um, so, so doing exercise is, is really important, and particularly some really nice, well-rounded exercise. So you're exercising all those different facets of, of your body, and we spoke about that already with you guys. Um, but uh, getting out there and getting that exercise is actually going to give you more energy, not less. It's more, true. More, more importantly, too, as well, during the day, you know, when you're, you're a bit sluggish, just move. <laughs> get out of your yeah. chair. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, get, yeah. get up because every time you move or exercise or just moving the spine and moving the body stimulates that brain. It wakes it up, you know, and it makes it alive. And then your body actually starts. And that's why you're so alive. That's why when people come home, they're tired and they sit on the couch, watch TV. They're actually way more tired than you are if you just went for a 15 minute walk outside. Yeah, and that's a good one, Lawrence, because they've done studies on that where they've done uh, what they call standing work environments. So, mm. you know, compared people sitting down all day, not moving, Versus if you did the exact same job, did the exact same amount of work, actually standing up, which means you're just kind of moving around a little bit more. You're a bit more engaged with the world around you. And the people who are standing up were actually heaps more productive. Mm. Um, so, so just getting that little bit extra movement into your day, even if it's just you know going to the bathroom, going to get yourself a glass of water, you know, just walking around, walking over to the photocopier, you know, just getting up and moving definitely helps give you more energy versus just sitting in the same spot all day. We're just not designed to sit in one spot for eight hours a day. That is true. That is true. And again, we'll come back to that ability to convert the energy or the fuel from food into potential energy. The only way you can do that is to make sure you're moving. If you don't move and you don't actually get access to the energy or the fuel that's in food, then you're not going to access that energy. And as a result, you're going to store it. That makes you sleepy and tired. And that's why bears go to sleep in winter because they've got all this fuel stored up. They've got to go burn it while they're sleeping. And that's not going to happen to you. You're just going to put on weight and that's not a good thing. Definitely. One of the last thing I think we need to talk about is the overall energy within 
yourself. And we Damo kind of mentioned a little bit about this, but if you you can you can eat the right foods, you can actually in you know just the right um, nutrition. But if you go to bed stressed, thinking about you know the the meeting you have to go through or the project you got to get through, and you're and you're feeling all this energy and pressure, you're going to have a terrible sleep, and your body's already in waking up in a stress state. You know, if you're massively tired and you're only getting five hours sleep, and you wake up to an alarm clock, that jolts your system. It's like a heart, <laughs> like a jolting your heart to wake up. That's starting the day in a bad way. So I, yeah. I recommend things like meditation. You know, for for those people who can, or doing something like yoga, which combines movement but also relaxation of the mind. Uh, yeah. We talked about energy of music. You know, pick music that re, that you love that makes you feel powerful that makes you feel like you you want to go out and and just do things for you know go out there with purpose in life i guess um in the last episode we talked about creating a vision board you know creating a vision movie just reading your vision sometimes the first thing in the morning really kind of inspires you to or the board should inspire you to want to do great things that day and that should lift your energy just in a split second yes yeah and so you know a lot of people, you know, we talked a little bit about this before where, you know, there's certain people where you meet in, in, a, in a party or in a room and they just come to you and you just re- – you can just feel the energy that they're just going to be like a energy vampire and they're just going to suck the life out of you. <laughs> yeah. you know? so, yeah, absolutely. And, and those are the people I call like victimhood and they, their whole life is focused mm-hmm. on the things that's wrong with them. And, you know, that <laughs> what's, of, it fo- what's it focused on? You just dropped out there for a sec. Oh, sorry. They're focused on everything that's what's wrong in life or what's yeah. wrong with them or what's wrong in life. And, you know, that type of attitude can really create a problem. So what we want to do there is focus on what's right in your life. And we all – it's a balance thing. You know, Martini talks about everything is in balance. We have good things in our life and we all have bad things in our life. But we get to choose. Every mm. single day, every single second, whether, which one we want to focus on. You can focus mm. on the crap or you can focus on the good. And, uh, and <laughs> your true. life is dictated by what you focus on. And um, so, you know, be thankful. You know, that's one good way to, to sort of create uh, a positive focus in yourself is what are you thankful for? Just ask yourself that question. What are you thankful for right now? And your brain will automatically try to answer that. And they will answer based on what your question is. And the question is, what are you thankful for? So you will pick out, you know, it could be as simple as it's a beautiful sunny day. You know, I'm really enjoying the sun. I'm enjoying the peacefulness. Whatever it is, by asking a quality question, you're going to get a quality answer. And that quality answer is what you dictate your focus on. Absolutely. And, okay. you know, you, you get to choose what you want to surround yourself with, like you said. So if you're choosing what you want to surround yourself with, then if you've got those people who are draining, who are, you know, exhausting you, who are taking that energy away from you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's always the opposite as well. There's heaps of people out there who, you know, every time I go speak to that person, I just go away feeling buzzed. Awesome. You know, I go away Actually, feeling yeah. awesome, energetic. Yeah. You know, yeah. every time I do a Wellness Guys podcast with you guys, I go away feeling energetic. So, um, so what you want to do then is you want to start thinking about, well, okay, how much time am I spending with each of those groups of people? And maybe you want to start spending a bit more time with the people who are giving you lots of energy or, or doing the activities that give you lots of energy or, you know, eating the food that gives you lots of energy. So start surrounding yourself with those things that are going to greatly increase that amount of energy and start just pushing away those things that are just draining you, that are just sapping you from energy. You know, you don't have to kick them out altogether, but maybe you just spend a little bit less time there and a little bit more time on the things that are really boosting you up and pepping you up. Mm. Right. Nice, I like it. So if you think about all that, it's the good foods, it's the exercise, it's the med- meditation rather than medication, and it's listening to music, getting your visions right, staying on purpose, 
that's so important, you know, being on purpose and knowing where you're going rather than actually kind of floundering about and wondering what's happening because that's a waste of energy. And, uh, and you know, being grateful, they're the sorts of things that uh, we should take away from today's call. Yeah, so go out and, you know, like I said, at the beginning of the call, there's, you can't destroy energy, you can't create energy, but you can focus and, you know, have massive energy in your body. I know Brett, who gets a lot of information uh, and energy from listening to us, he'll be downloading all the episodes in his, in his iPod and running that 56K <laughs> listening to us over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> if that energy. doesn't make you run fast so you can turn it off, then that'd be a mate, you know. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, the, it's this sort of stuff. If you can flood your brain with great quality information, if you can do that, then you you're going to bump up your energy. It's a good thing. You should always use these sorts of uh, chunks of information to inspire you to make better change. And that's yeah. a, that would be a great move. And this is what we do this for, guys. And uh, so remember, join us every week at thewellnessguys.com. Leave your comments below because we really love your feedback. Tell us what you think. Tell us what episodes you want to hear. And, and make sure you like us on Facebook. You know, Just go to facebook.com slash thewellnessguys and follow us on Twitter. Sign up for you know getting a notice on each episode and download us download us on iTunes. So until next week, good luck to you, Brett, and uh, for the Ultra Marathon this weekend and begin well, creating thanks, wellness buddy. into your lives. Lead by example and let's change the world's health together. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. Dr. Damien Christoph. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And we are the Wellness Guys. <laughs>